morning and welcome to Bloom in Full Color, where we live life in high definition. Myself, Jennifer Moss, and Liz Hall with me today. Hello. And I'm going to get better at our introductions because I'm terrible. I'll just jump right into the topic and it's like, I assume everyone knows who I am. Mm -hmm. No, that's not always the case. So it's October. And so I am very pro-female. Yes. I would not identify as a feminist, but I probably like check the box of that in every way. But I'm just pro-female all the way. Yeah. And you actually have a very close connection to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I do. I do. So I'm on the the board of Tough Enough to Wear Pink Twin Falls. Okay. Yeah. So I just had a very close friend of mine who used, she's from here, from mm-hmm. Buell. Um, she lives over in Oregon now. Uh, she went through breast cancer, stage three, full double mastectomy. Like it was, it was intense. Yeah. And speaking about powering of women, like- Ooh. It takes away your womanhood, your fem, your femininity yeah, like from a speaking, physical standpoint. Speaking to some of these women, and they don't step forward a lot of them. Speaking to some of these women, it's like when they've had their boobs taken off and chunked out, and mm. they don't feel like a woman anymore. You know what I thought? The coolest in. Okay, so just went through disc profiling, right? Yeah, with yeah. the company, we kind of joke about this because it's uh, connected to refresh, but. Uh, Jameson did an awesome job, but it was just about, I always find the optimistic side of everything. Um, ultimately, when I think of breast cancer and the healing and the coming around after surviving it and that feeling of less, right? Yeah. Like losing that, what people have come up with to really turn that corner and make themselves female again in whatever that looks like for them like the tattoos that they do, just, oh, God, I just think it's so empowering. And you, it's a hard journey, and I can't say I've been through it. I've mm-hmm. watched people go through it. But, um, you know, t- today we're here to hold space for the female. Mm-hmm. And I believe in total embracing your human and the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, I believe in the dark feminine and the the light feminine and everybody just wants it to be sunshine and rainbows, but a true female embraces all the parts of herself. The, the we are dark. not pretty. Huh? <laughs> we are not pretty sometimes. <laughs> you know, so you and I were, we've been sitting here for an hour prior mm-hmm. to, to recording cause we like each other so much <laughs> and uh, we've learned a lot about yeah. each other, but um, ultimately the world judges us the second you walk out the door. And we judge ourselves in the mirror because people, you know, we're so used to being judged. And what we see in the media is this little stick figure of a girl who's quiet and she checks all the boxes and she does exactly what she's supposed to do. And she's quiet and, you know, the little Susie housewife that takes care of the kids and has dinner on the table ready for you. That's not what real life is. No. Like, no, I don't know the last time I cooked. I'm going to admit that. Monday. Maybe yes. you deserve a, like a round of applause because you know what it's Monday. like to be a working mom. Yeah, well, and, and, and you know, be in the community. I and also like, think like I want to give a big applause to stay-at-home moms. Absolutely, stay-at-home moms do not get enough kudos. No. oh my god, it's it's making me tear up. Which I'm not really an yeah. emotional person, but holy crap, that is a hard job. I could not do it. I could not either. But to flip it around, you know, first off, you. That is tough. Like yeah. you are literally 
It's like running a corporation, but it's oh, yeah. within your own four walls. <laughs> yeah. I have a stay-at-home nanny. So exactly. The, I'm like, well, you're you have raising tiny, my children. Tiny dictators with no emotional control that could be anywhere from c- containable to not containable to, damn it, I need a nap. And uh, that's hard. I, I don't care who you are. Yeah. And if you're significant other then comes home and expects you to continue to cook dinner like no you need to give her a break i don't care if you're the breadwinner and you're the one paying all the bills like help like it call out to every man out there like help your significant other or females supporting other females we're we're non absolutely uh, yeah lgbtq friendly uh, yeah. all the way here but whoever support your partner because it's just picking your heart Right. So you could, it's hard to be a stay at home mom. It's hard to be a working parent who has to come home and then, like, I gotta run a corporation all day. And then I gotta come home to two, I have two preteens going through the change. Um, and it's like, I don't know if we're gonna be crying, smiling, yelling, like, it could be anything. And mm-hmm. I just, I stop them. I'm like, okay, you are allowed to feel the way you feel. Like, I'm not telling you for any reason that your feelings don't matter, but let's look at the information. Let's, and that's me just trying to break it down and make them self aware. Like, hey, you had a hard day at school and you're taking it out on the whole household. Let's talk about it so that we can get through the night and not hate each other. Yeah. (laughs) Because I love you. And I, that also makes it so if I have a bad day at work and I come home and, Everything is grating on my nerves. I should not raise my voice. I should not snap at my children. Do I get it right every time? Absolutely not. Um, I'm human. Mm -hmm. But I have to make sure that I'm humble with them and come back and say, you know what? I snapped at you and that was not fair. You had nothing to do with my day. This is what went on and that's not your fault. I'm sorry. And I have to own it. Yeah. But hopefully I'm setting an example for them. But... I, I really want to celebrate females today. So I gave Liz homework. I did. You did. <laughs> and yes. It was tough, right? It was so tough. Like we were talking about earlier and you're like, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so I asked thank Liz you. to come up with a couple of women she admired. And then I turned around and tried to do the same thing for myself. And I realized that I admired different things about different people. Mm-hmm. So I... So the first thing that we've talked about, I I do not judge. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I I don't have that muscle. I, you know, I could be critical of something, but it's not a character attack often. Um, And that's usually only in a performance capacity in a work setting, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I meet somebody on the street and they really like to wear a tail everywhere that we go when we go out. Fine, you're gonna be a fox today, a unicorn tomorrow. I don't care. You know that takes a lot of guts. I know a lot of people oh, like make it's fun brave. of them. It's brave, but I couldn't do that. It's brave. That takes a lot of guts to be like, I'm gonna be a fox today, dude. You <laughs> do you. <laughs> like I the, think it's awesome. Same with the drag queens. Oh yeah, I they're beautiful, and I'm just like. When you, you look at it, you're though? like, I can't do my makeup like that. I know. And I'm like, can you come teach me a little bit? Well, and how to I, do my hair? I definitely find that people are very, like, almost like borderline boundary pushing, super comfortable with me. And I had to, like, really do some deep dive, like, 
why did they just unload yeah. that all on me? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I wear a lot of protection stones because I have to protect my energy too, because sometimes I can't absorb everybody else's. And, um, Zach's over there shaking his, his head. head. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> so pulling his stones out of his pockets. <laughs> yeah. We all, all, all pulled ours out before. Um, but I believe in energy. And so, because that's a transfer mm-hmm. energy is currency. It's just like time is currency. It, it's almost more important than money, which anybody's like, no money is king. It's like, yeah, but mm. you are transferring energy and time to everything you do, or you're making a conscious choice not to. Like, it's just like, I'm not going to spend a bunch of money on makeup. I hardly wear it. Yeah. I don't have any, I just like have mascara sometimes. And yeah, I'm not even that good. I'm just like, meh. I, I dry on my eyebrows yeah. cause I was part of the, they look nice. They pluck them too thin so yeah. that they'll never grow back in. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I really wanted to just hyper-focus on because every one of us, every female I know has some insecurity. I would agree with that. Even the 100%. strong ones that I look up for. Cause I was telling you, like I, I only surround myself now with strong females. Yeah. And even the strong ones that I surround myself with, they have an insecurity and it's Every like, one of us does. Oh, you're, you're dealing like that. Like our one mutual friend. Yeah. She really is dealing with some insecurities. A hundred percent. And like, you know, we'll keep her private, but like, yeah. that's one where I, when I'm learning about these insecurities, I'm like, you are somebody I really look up to because you are a very strong, independent business owner woman who has made an amazing life. And what? Yeah, that's what's you're eating ha- you you're apart. having this issue. Like it wow humanizes people. Yeah. Like, and everybody has their own story. Everybody's going through their own version of hard. And, you know, if I'm watching a friend, I'm like, hold on, you can do hard things. Like sometimes you just need a reminder because you're stuck in this walling and it's a mm-hmm. mindset. Like, okay, I'm gonna give you the moment to get upset and like cry it all out. Yeah. And then we're going to put on our big girl boots and I'm not even going to see panties because no, it's a boot thing. Cause I'm going to stomp into the next phase yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to glide in yeah. put on the rollerblades. I don't care. Yep. But I mean, do you, and, and I will always hold space for that for a friend and build your tribe and you get to decide where you spend your time. Who you, Don't pick friends that make you feel like shit. Don't do it. As females, I think we feel obligated to this story that the world has constructed or we've allowed the world to construct for us. Like you're this person. So you need to have these friends. Do you? Absolutely. Do you like these I... people? <laughs> yeah. 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 And somebody out there who's listening to this going, Oh, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I keep telling my, my, my girls, I'm like, you get to pick your friends. If somebody makes you feel like shit, don't spend time with them on the playground. I deal with that with my 15 year old all the time. So the pre, yeah, my, my preteen, when she was a preteen, she was like putting a label on herself and doing this stuff. And I'm like, listen to me, don't do this because you don't know who you are right now. Well, and don't put the label on yourself. Try it. I don't care. Try I'm going to love you. It's, yeah. a, it's like test driving I'm a car. I'm going to love you no do matter I, what. But... Do I like the Jeep? Do I like the yep. sports car? Like no 15-year-old so should be able to afford either of those no. things. But but yeah, she – and so now – and then we were talking about it because she was 12 when she was trying this. We were talking about it the other day and she's like, yeah, mom, you were kind of right. And I'm like, oh, really? 
<laughs> well, it's funny how that let's always... Re- let's record that. Well, you we want to protect our children from what we went through, but mm-hmm. God, when I was that age, I wasn't going to listen to anything my parents said. Anything. And see, I was sheltered, so I didn't get I this, so I like was, but... pushed her out, and I'm like, go to the football game. Yeah. Go do this. Go out. Test it out. Just Try let me know out. where you're at. Exactly. And I make it a point, you know, always to be available in the sense that if you want to talk about something hard, mm-hmm. uh, there's no judgment here. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Like, there's some real tough things that happen in the world. And everybody has a story. Like, I'm healing from trauma that happened to me when I was 15. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I just stuffed it down. Just was like, eh, this isn't going to, this isn't ever going to crop back up. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Well, <laughs> high school, though, or well, elementary, junior high, and high school, for you and I, it was the same, kind mm-hmm. of, because we grew up, like, we graduated the same year. Yeah. We grew up in different areas, but same, same it's the concept. Same, yeah, and there's the same right. stage of the world, right. the same yes. things were going on. For, we didn't have cell phones. Cell phone didn't happen until I think it was like senior 15, year, 16? 16. Yeah, yeah, 15, 16. You're oh, right, God. sophomore I'd year. I get in so much trouble. I would run up like $400, $500 a month on the bill because of the minutes, oh, because yeah. they charged by minutes. That's then. right. They used to charge oh. by the minutes. Yeah, like, and now it's a data thing, mm. and then there's all those unlimited plans. Like, and then Zach's sitting no over concept. here being like, I was like, Five when cell phones came out, <laughs> right? It's just Were you don't five? you dare talk to me like that. <laughs> I have a mic now. I can defend myself. Were you five? He Were you five when us. they came out? He didn't tell us he had a I mic. No. <laughs> I remember having to call the landline and leave messages. Yes. And you didn't know where the party was unless you showed up at eight o'clock at the blinking light in Jerome on Highway ninety three. Hey, I, I I at least can say when I was like six, my job was to turn the dial up on and wait there for the email to load. That was my job when I was little. There was an email when we were. Do you remember the sound? <laughs> yes, I do. The dial yeah, the I would toes. just sit there and listen to that because my dad hated it. So he would make me do it and I would just sit there and listen to it. Ding, ding. I remember the, like when we, yeah, when we finally <laughs> like got the internet and like we were looking up internet instead of using the encyclopedia at schools, they had to change like the copyrights rules. Oh, and yeah. like, then you started having to put like, if it was from Wikipedia and Wikipedia well, and wasn't a real could, source. Our generation like, could get away with plagiarism a little bit better now. Nope. A lot better, actually. We used to be able to just copy out of the encyclopedia. Well, but you also, like, say if you had to translate something, Mm -hmm. you didn't have Google Translate. No. You know, that's... And professors have software that they can run it through to see if... Oh, yeah. If too many of the sentences match up with an exact report online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, getting back to women. Yeah, but (laughs) as I was saying, saying, like, the, the school, like, for you and I was the same. But for my kids and your kids and our girls, it's completely Completely different. different. But the base themes are similar. Mm -hmm. There's just the information that was coming at us was so much less, right? It was controlled. There wasn't, it's not, it wasn't the age of information yet. And there wasn't cyberbullying. And there wasn't Instagram. When you left school, the bullying stopped. Yeah. And there wasn't Instagram influencers. But now it chases them into their bedrooms I mean, that's why you have so much higher levels of suicide. And I know that's even higher in boys, and that's its own podcast, and we need Sonia Hines right. for that. 
But even in bulimia, like bulimia is like 100%. super high because they think that they have to be these they have to Instagram influencers who are getting a ton of followers and have the perfect Kylie Jenner lips. And sorry if Kylie Jenner listens to this, but it's true. <laughs> if she um, listens to this, we are winning at life. <laughs> if she listens to this and I get a sue paper of a so- stop and deceased, I'm going to frame it. Yeah, exactly. But and just, and yeah. I will cease and desist. And I'll no cease problem. and desist. No a problem. A sue paper. But I'm just, yeah. A sue paper. Is a sue paper. Is that the legal term? Yeah. yeah but I'm so just good. like, there's these images now that they have to look up to. Like, we didn't have those well, and that's unless why we I, went to the store and saw a magazine. I love, like, Dove. They want real women in their ad campaign. Yes. Lizzo. Yes. That lady has no fear. We were talking about Lizzo yesterday. What do you think her insecurities are? None. Oh, she's got some, like we said. Yeah, But they're probably different. It's probably like, does my mom look up to me? Or, Or does my mom love me? Or am I checking all the boxes for my dad? Or, you know, it's something probably rooted. And I'm like totally projecting or, here. But. And maybe, maybe it's... I don't think she's seeing anybody. Oh yeah. Like why am I still why alone? Why am I still alone? You know, it, because if that brings her value. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I went, uh, we were having a conversation. One of my uh, old friends stopped by and I made this comment that um, I don't need him. I want him. I make that comment a lot to Jeremiah. Correct. I want my husband. Mm-hmm. I don't need him. I don't. I can stand on my own two feet. No bars held. No regrets and own that. Mm-hmm. I do not need him. I do not need him for bills. I do not need him for my identity. I do not need him to establish my value as a human. I don't. And it was kind of interesting. You kind of watched him do this like aha thing. And then we circled back to it like a day or two later. And he was like, you know, the way I was raised, you know, my mom always had somebody to take care of her. You know, when my kids were born, I was the you know, the provider and I made sure that the house was put together so that, she, you know, she could stay at home and raise our kids and, you know, cause I'm a stepmom, and I just thought that was how the world worked, but I love that you don't need me and you're stubborn cuss and you have a lot of opinions and you come at me mm-hmm. and challenge me constantly, but that's actually a good thing. Like I, and I was like, Oh, my, my, my strength is attractive, you know, yeah. it's one of those things, yeah. but you know, it, I don't think people, women realize how much power you actually hold because, you know, think of that quiet friend who doesn't speak up in the group, but they're, they're really, you really value their time in a group it, because I, I see that cause I'm the loud one, right? I'm, I'm the loud one mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. And, and I can sit on the outside and be quiet too and let other people lead. Um, that's a collaboration thing for me. And I want to be supportive of that and let everybody have their space. But I also want to make sure that, you know, everybody's seen no matter how quiet they are. And that's usually something that, you know, quiet, reserved, introverted people are like, oh, I don't want to be seen. Well, no, you have strengths too, but you're introverted that's a strength you see probably the room completely different than I do you know that's a strength you might have a very you know consistent solid piece of your life that something I would just love to have but don't have necessarily the skill set to put myself there whether um organized people I'm not very organized Mm -hmm. I'm really good at faking it for a period of time I understand the structure I can compartmentalize I can identify the process, but like 
you go into my desk and it's like, don't move the stacks. I know where everything is. And, um, you know, so that's not a skill I have. It's not something I'm good at. But you need somebody to take the charge on a really big project and a new idea that nobody knows what is needed. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, bring, bring it on. You know, if it's something mundane that is very monotonous, I can't stand things like that. I, it's not my skill set. Mm -hmm. But, oh, yeah, I was, I was like, is that your skill set, Zach? He, he, he raised his yeah. hand. <laughs> but, you know. No, yeah. we got about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fabulous. But I, I think that everybody needs to realize you have skills. Mm -hmm. And do not be afraid to say something I say often. Okay, so I have a really hard time, and I will preach this till the cows freaking come home. I have a really hard time with strong females being looked at as that bitch in the office. Agree. Oh, it gets Amen. Me. And Zach is saying amen, too, because yeah. he's over there shaking his so, head. So I literally will look, you know, a salesperson in the eye, whoever, and say, would you have said that to my father or my brother? No. And they're... I will, st I scare the piss out of baby boomer men <laughs> and I'm okay with that because I'm going to ask the question. You wouldn't think I was a bitch if it was a man here. You would think he was strong and assertive, but because I'm saying the same thing. And would have signed on the dotted line uh -huh. before he walked out of the room. Yeah. And because I'm standing here with a set of tits, you're, or if I was a breast cancer, start, no tits, doesn't matter. You choose your heart. Okay. And I'm choosing to own my space and hold space for anyone else in whatever capacity that looks like. That's a decision I get to make. Mm -hmm. You made a judgment when you walked in this room that I was not an equal because I was female. Guess what? You're wrong. And that's okay. But I'm going to challenge your assertion right now and say, would you have said that if I was a man? And it... Having the bravery to say that was a big step for me. I, I don't know if I could have done that five years ago or done it gracefully so that it could be a constructive conversation Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, I can be abrasive, but I know that about myself and I could go home, have anxiety and beat myself up over the things I I've said or how I said them. And I've done that. I've got, I've walked that path and that's fine. But every time I start to do it, I'm like, hold on. No. You're feeling that energy, you know, yes, you could do it a little bit differently next time with mm -hmm. the information you have now. So learn that lesson. Stop beating yourself up because, you yeah. know, when you walked away, they didn't really think about it where they were like, well, that was a little callous. Or and maybe they, they did. And maybe they are now going to see the light and go home and treat their you wife would. a little bit better. You would hope, right? I would hope. You would hope. I would hope. You would hope. <laughs> go so, home and apologize to your wife, right man. Right now. Because, yeah, and don't you be, wouldn't have your clean clothes. And pick, pick your heart. You know, your heart might be, I've worked all day. You know, I'm the man bringing the, the, the money to the table. My wife has stayed at home with our three children all day. I'm, I'm tired, but now I've started to fight because I'm not helping her. That's hard. Or you could pick the heart of, hey, can I help? Yeah, could you just unload the dishwasher and set the table for me? Like, that takes five minutes. And it teaches your kids a valuable lesson. And your children do not listen to you. Is every every parent listening? No, they, they watch you. They mimic you. Absolutely. So if you don't want them playing on their phones when they're talking to you, don't play on your phone when you talk to them. If you want them to unload the dishwasher, come home and unload the dishwasher and for your And do it without wife. being asked. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, every man who probably not listening to the women's episode, but let's just assume that yeah. it's on in the kitchen <laughs> and you happen to be in the living room. Uh. Stand up and support your partner. And for every female who plays more of a masculine role, same thing. Hold that torch because you are a team. And the best thing that I've ever seen is every female event where I see men in the room. I absolutely love that because I'm like, oh, you get it. And if you look at Fortune 500 CEOs, the ones that are women, they perform at such a higher level. Or the men who perform very well, look at who's on their team. It's women because they collaborate better. As a gender, we have been stifled, right? We've never been an equal. You can see that in the pay gap and everything else. Um, it's facts. I mean, anybody can argue it yeah. all day long, but it's actually statistically a fact. Yeah. There is an ability we have to read a room and read the nonverbals and look ahead that no man is capable of doing on the same level at consistently, right? There's, uh, Of course, there's those unicorn men who can do that. Absolutely. But- there's so few of them that it's not a thing. So I, I, I implore everyone to say, okay, what is something that I'm uncomfortable with and how can I own it? And, you know, I always told myself 20 seconds of insane bravery. That's how I met my husband. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. 20 seconds of insane bravery. Hey, I think you're attractive and we should hang out. I totally was the initiator. And, you know, he would not have it any other way. I brought mine frozen burritos. Frozen burritos. Uh, I got mine to fall in love with me over Greek tulumi cheese and uh, (laughs) pineapple habanero jelly and a perfectly cooked ribeye through his stomach. Frozen burritos. (laughs) Food is my love language. Yeah. (laughs) Frozen burritos is not my love language, but that's okay. He got the better stuff later, but yeah, exactly. Like, here, I want to make sure you're fed. You're trying to hit a base need. Most women just need to be heard and seen. And heard and seen without judgment. So think about the things you admire about other women and embrace them because somebody admires something in you. You just don't know about it. And sometimes, um, you know, my mom's been making it a really active effort. If she sees something that a woman is wearing or how her hair is, she's trying to compliment them because who do we dress for? Other women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like I see people with like blue hair and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I couldn't do oh, it. I love the mermaid hair. <laughs> I do too. I couldn't do it, but I love it. I just have too dark a hair to do oh. it. I would do it all day. <laughs> so embrace your strange, be your inner female, and don't be scared of the dark side of your personality. It's okay to not be okay. We are all a balance of light and dark. And if you at least are familiar with your dark mm-hmm. and comfortable with her, it makes your light so much brighter. So um, I know that there's parts of myself I just stifle down. It's like, no, hold on. <laughs> this is a dark side. Mm-hmm. I need to be okay with this. Mm-hmm. I actually lean a little way away from my light. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I try to lean towards my dark, but that's a conscious effort for me. I think I'm in the gray area a lot. That's okay. Yeah. You and 50 shades of others. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Such a terribly written book, but that's okay. The subject matter was good. Um, Personal opinion. I'm Mm -hmm. okay with that. Um, And with that, so everybody go out and embrace your female, embrace your feminine and support other females. Do not hack each other down. We are a tribe and we are a hell of a powerful tribe if we do it together. With that, I invite you to go live life um, in full color because plain is pretty boring. With that, guys, 
Have a wonderful October. Our next podcast is going to be about herbs and um, kind of the witchcraft background to that because we're going to go back to plants a little bit. With that, guys, have a great October. Bye.